Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Miami Dolphins allegedly want to make a long-term commitment to Tua. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. <laughs> literally wearing Not the same today. thing. I mean, we're becoming that old couple who wears <laughs> matching windbreakers on the boardwalk. <laughs> are, we, are we starting to look alike? Oh, this is crazy. Anyway, if you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. But let's listen to Chris Greer. He's the general manager of the Miami Dolphins. Two is coming off of the only season Perloff that he's been able to start and finish uh, healthy. He ended up having a great season. The Dolphins were leading the division until about three minutes left to go in the regular season. Everything was coming up roses for the Dolphins, uh, despite some big injuries on the defense they had to deal with. Uh, so now the question is, is Tua going to get paid? We've been in communication uh, since the offseason began. Um, I'm going to talk to his agent here this week. Um, yeah, so our goal is to try and see if we can get something done. Um, Ryan's been great. Tua's been great. So uh, we'll see. But there's no timeline on it. Because at the end of the day, you know how these deals get done. They're complicated deals. And uh, building the team through free agency as well. So um, we'll work through it and see if we can get something done. That's not exactly a robust commitment. And to be fair, the Dolphins have been very much behind Tua. I mean, Mike McDaniel, the coach, is always very positive about Tua's stark difference from Brian Flores, who they fired, you know, partly because I think the support of Tua And, you know, this is a wait and see. Tua's going to play on the fifth year of his rookie deal, which pays him about $23 million. And some very smart people in our industry are projecting a four-year, $220 million contract extension for Tua. That would be 105 fully guaranteed, 165 million practically guaranteed. Would you do it? I would not do it, but I mean, there's, by the way, a lot of uh, Joe Shad and Armando Segura, the big Dolphins reporters, both said they're going to do $50 million on him. It's happening. It feels like the, that ball is rolling down, and it's a mistake. Because who is Tua? If you pay him $50 million, and all of a sudden he doesn't have these high-priced targets around him because you can't afford them, who is Tua? What's the point? Of, I don't get this formula for the Dolphins. Say they do you know, four years, $50 million a year. You're not going to be able to keep Jalen Waddell. Two is great because he's a point guard on this incredibly talented team, 
And I just don't see how this formula... It feels like this is going to be the next Kyler Murray contract to me, where you're going to pay a guy maybe three years, you're going to be looking at another quarterback. Because I think Tua needs so much talent around him to succeed, and I don't see them being able to work all this. I'm not quite sure where Miami is. I think they're in a really tough place. Well, here's the question. Is it one for one necessarily? Like, wouldn't they have to account for this as you're watching Tua? He's your fifth overall draft pick. So, you know, at some when you take somebody that high, aren't you thinking, hey, if this all works out and goes great, we're going to have to pay this dude. Yeah. And now it is going well. You know, you don't have a ton of, you know, healthy seasons in a row. But when he had to stay healthy, he did learn how to protect himself. We never talked about him with concussions this entire season. And he was second in the league in passing yards and has the super high QBR. Now, like, I don't think it's a one-for-one. I don't think you pay two and all of a sudden you have to say goodbye. You know, Tyree Kill, they've already paid him. I don't think you have to say goodbye to Jalen Waddle. Well, they said this week that they want to hold on to Waddle. But think about the Chiefs. I mean, they couldn't keep Tyree Kill. Once you pay your quarterback fifty million, all sorts of things happening. It's not just Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. You know, there are a lot of other positions here too. It's gonna hurt you at some time. I know the sure. salary cap went up, but you know it's gonna hit you at some point. And I'm thinking about their coach, Mike McDaniel, came from San Francisco right. where they have they paid Jimmy G, that didn't work out, and then they drafted Trey Lance really high, and then they settled on Brock Purdy. You have such a strong system in Miami. My point is you might not be able to you might not have to pay a quarterback fifty million dollars to make this offense awesome. So I would actually I might go try and go year by year in some fashion with Tua. You have him under control next year, then you could tag him if you wanted to. You could tag him again and get expensive. I I would go as short term as possible and maybe even draft a developmental guy behind him to see, hey, can we create our little San Francisco here with Mike McDaniel as the head coach? Okay, interesting if you draft someone behind him, but here's the thing. You're expecting, if you're the Dolphins, that the seasons are only going to get better, right? You're expecting you're going to have more and more success. This is not a rebuild. You're in an all-in situation. You're trading for Bradley Chubb. I mean, this is you're, you're trying to put the nail in the coffin here. And this is what happened with the Dallas Cowboys and how they ended up screwing themselves about Dak Prescott's contract is because, well, theirs was because Dak got hurt and they realized how valuable he was to the team. But the more success you plan on having, the more the quarterback puts himself in a good position to yeah. get paid. So I, no, you're absolutely there's right like no about middle that. class, too, yeah. with, the, with the Dolphins. So if I were to as people, I would say, okay, you don't think I have any leverage. You want to go this year by year. Who are you bringing in who's going to replace me, who's going to be this middle ground? You know, unless it's draft and develop, yeah. which sends a really different message to your fan base. And you don't, you, you're not in position to be drafting anywhere close to high. So well, what, I'm talking second, third round, fourth round. Okay, but that, like, that's a lottery ticket. So not, ex- or not a not lottery exactly. ticket. That's, that's a crapshoot. Well, you have a great offensive coach. Look at what the Eagles did. They had Carson Wentz. They actually paid Carson yep, Wentz. But then they went and got Jalen Hurts in the second round. In part to hedge, wow, if this contract doesn't work out with Carson, I got someone right behind me. I would like to see, and Brock Purdy with Jimmy G, uh, and Trey Lance, or with Jimmy G, Trey Lance. I like, uh, get a Spencer Rattler, get a Sam Hartman, bring in somebody see, hey, is Tua this unique? Can someone else run this offense? The other thing, you talk about leverage. Who wants Tua besides the Dolphins? That's the question. Is anyone else paying $200 million for Tua Tango Bailoa? You know, I don't know, but I bet he would have a market. I This uh, kind of, well, like an elite court, I don't think he has a $50 million a year market elsewhere. Okay, but, well, he might not. Daniel Jones just got 40. 
I know because on his own team, and people are looking at that as one of the worst contracts in decades. Okay, but I'm, you're asking, is there someone out there? I'm telling you there is. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think that somebody's bringing in Tua from the outside because mm. they're going to look at him and say, he's awesome when Tyreek Hill is running under his passes, but is he going to come in here and do that with my offense? Well, here's the thing about Tua, though. You mentioned, like, point guard. He has that potential, right? He That's the thing about Tua. That's his, that's his superpower, the accuracy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he does have the potential and and he's a better he's better than Brock Purdy. So he's like a super Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. He's not as mobile as Brock Purdy, but okay. Uh, maybe uh, maybe not. He's also really protecting himself. Like I think they're telling him, Yeah, do not put yourself in any kind of harm's way. Meanwhile, Brock can play a little loose, like you know, a little bit looser, we'll put it that way, even though he has that elbow injury he had last year. We can talk about that another time. We're talking about Tua but it's an right interesting now. comparison, but yeah. Right. It's I, I think that you're looking at who's available right now yeah. in the open market, if you will. And we're looking at Russell Wilson, who we expect to get cut from the Broncos. You're looking at Kirk Cousins, whose contract is up in Minnesota. Who else? Like Baker Mayfield? I mean, yeah. when you start getting into, okay, how are we going to replace this guy? All of a sudden, your options really dwindle. Right, but none of those guys, uh, except maybe Kirk Cousins, are going to get $50 million a year. I mean, no one's paying Russell again. Right. Nobody's paying, who's the other quarterback you like mentioned? Baker or Baker's someone like that. Baker's not going to be in that class. So that's where Tua belongs, back with Baker at $35 million a year. But it seems like the Dolphins are headed down this road where they're going to make him one of the top five highest paid quarterbacks. And I just think that there's got to be somebody's got to stand up, Maggie, and stop paying these quarterbacks. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Who's it going to be? It's not your team. It's not my team. No, nobody has the stones to do it because yeah. the best way or easiest way, not best, the easiest way to get fired is to have no quarterback. Yeah. But I do think that Miami's an interesting case because I think they have leverage because I don't think Tua is as hot a prospect as some of these other guys. Because I think the general view of the NFL, or maybe this is my view, is that Tua is very specific to this offense. And he's a great fit for Miami, but he might not be a great fit. Just take the Broncos or the Raiders. Even you know short QB master Sean Payton, I don't think he wants Tua. I don't think Tua is getting $200 million anywhere else, which gives Miami some leverage. That we have to, maybe Maggie, that should be our mission. Create a quarterback middle class, <laughs> which is still fine, by the way. It's nothing like, like yeah, the real middle million. class. It's not yeah. exactly the middle class. Yeah, it doesn't sound right calling it middle class, yeah. but I just feel like uh, this could come closer to Kyler Murray. I think in, they sign this contract, if they do get it done this offseason, we're going to look back in three years and say, man, Dolphins really screwed up that Tua contract. I worry that that'll happen. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. It looks like we're paying off some kind of bet today, and we're not. We just happen to wear the same thing. <laughs> this, it's, it looks like we. It looks like there's something more going on, but there's not. But I mean, you can read the tea leaves. It seems like somebody's getting tired of wearing blue and red Buffalo Bills colors <laughs> and wants to come over. Philadelphia Eagles was impressed with Howie Roseman's scouting combine interview. Mm. Sees the writing on the wall. That, you know, you want to be part of the Super Bowl celebration next year, maybe. Yeah, I, it's funny. I don't pick out my clothes with my teams in mind. <laughs> this one, <laughs> I don't know. I just By Which makes you an outlier in this building because <laughs> 90 I was walking around the halls. It's like a who's who of who I like. I know Colton today is rocking the Michigan uniform. Anyway, if you want to come hang out with us, let's go. 855-212-4CBS. We talk about Tua and whether the Dolphins, do you get this done now? I do. Quarterback salaries aren't going down, guys. They're not going down. No, so sure. Here's the thing: you sign the guy now for the four years, two hundred million, 
and then you can manipulate the numbers in a way you want. You start getting into the franchise tag, those numbers are just set in stone. This is the cost, and this is what it is on your dead cap, and this is what is on your cap. You don't have any flexibility with that. You sign a guy for four years, $200 million, you can do this in any which creative way you want. Signing bonuses, roster bonuses, front load the contract, back load the contract. Let, you got to get a little magician, you know, uh, like Murray the Magician, who we met in Vegas. Uh, you got to abracadabra this thing. Yeah, that all sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a GM, I'm like, you know what? That's I, I don't have the energy to do this. Let's look at the draft. Because I honestly think you, you could draft, I know that, Spencer Rattler, the South Carolina quarterback, seems to be red hot for some reason. But draft him in the second round, sit him behind Tua, put him in practice, and see if, hey, can someone else throw the ball to Tyreek Hill? I think I could throw the ball to Tyreek Hill. Look at all the quarterbacks who've had success. It's not just, well, actually, no. It's Patrick Mahomes and Tua. <laughs> but I think, I think that system uh, with Mike McDaniel could be a new Niners, and they could find a cheap quarterback. That'd be something. 855-212-4CBS. Let us know what you think you want to... Watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, where Perloff and I are wearing the same thing. And it's not just that we're wearing the same color. It's like the same degree of, like, fancy. Yeah, like, this, it looks like we're both going somewhere after the show. Did you notice that I, I was getting dressed this morning, and I've been wearing mostly hoodies and Yeah, that's why I thought with a blouse, I, I'd be cool. No, I know, and I had a V-neck sweater. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear a nice shirt today. I'm going to be professional. I have no interview or anything. Like, I'm not, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. going on. But, uh, for another job. I was I like, this is what, sense. what adults dress like. I'm like, I'm going to dress like an adult. I'm not going to dress like I work at CBS Sports Radio today. <laughs> and it turns out we had the same notion. Same instinct? I know. Mine was just clean. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all. Like groping that's around always... at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's like, uh, I can't put too much thought <laughs> right, into right, this. Right. With this shift, you don't pick out your outfit the night before? I do. I, mean... I do. I, I have an idea of what's clean. So I'm like, all right, that's that's yeah. on my radar, and that's on my radar. And in the morning, I make a decision. Got it. Every second is critical in the morning. You're so so you got to right. be really smart about this. I've never been more efficient in my life than with this shift. I got to tell you, there are moments when it's 4.35 or something and I can't find socks where I would just <laughs> outright curse the universe. I don't know. You guys. Little things can trip you up. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it is bad. 855-212-4CBS. We love doing it. 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, we get it started with Tua. We also have some sound from Antonio Pierce. We have quotes from Antonio Pierce. What did he have to say about the Raiders quarterback position? This one we found extremely interesting. That's why we put it right near the top of the show. We'll get to that next. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Maggie, I have multiple morale boosts for you today. Oh, yes. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff Show. Uh, the combine, they start running today. So Carlos and I came up with a musical theme, Hype Songs. Oh, yes. And I love this one because you know it's from my favorite Rocky. Yeah, Rocky Four. Yeah. We were deba- <laughs> we couldn't remember if it was three or four. Hearts four. on Fire. Yeah. I mean, if you can't run through a wall after Hearts on Fire. But I have another. This would um, be my walk-up song. Yeah. That was a professional. Uh, no, it's too good. Because if you don't hit a home run after this song, if say you... Right, you can't you can go for an 0 for 3 yeah. day with this song as your walk-up. Can I just, even, like, chug a beer, though? I could do anything. Even an infield single on Hearts on Fire is a large disappointment. <laughs> okay, the other one, and this is for Pete Pilati and Maggie Gray. It is not Mets-related. It is 80s comedy-related. Re- they just announced the new Naked Gun will be released July 18th, 2025, starring Liam Neeson as Frank Drebin. Whoa! Wait, what? Hold yes. on, hold on. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Yes, it, it was just sort of announced last night. Wait a minute, Liam Neeson? Yeah, he's he's going to be amazing. <laughs> is someone getting kidnapped on a train in Europe somewhere? This is going to be terrible. Well, he, yes. has a, he has a subtle, yes. dry sense of humor. He's unbelievable. <laughs> does he? he exactly. Oh, have you ever seen the Ricky Gervais skit where he does improv with Ricky Gervais in and shorts? It's one of the funny... He's hysterically funny. He's going to be amazing. Then why doesn't he do comedy? He, he's sort of been, he's been moving towards comedy subtly. He hasn't done a movie, but he's... <laughs> subtly. Also, in his, in his no, he's done a lot time. of sketches. Yeah, he did Ted. He did, he was in Ted. Yeah, he's done a lot. He's done a lot of sneaky role. comedy in the last five yeah. years. He's going to be amazing. He's so serious. I mean, Frank Drebin, Leslie Nielsen was totally serious for the first half of his career as well. Oh, I didn't know about that. I yeah. only know Leslie Nielsen as uh, uh, Frank Drebin. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. They're bringing back Naked Gun. Is our society, are we ready for that right now? Uh, yes. I feel oh, like, we they, no, I know we need it. Yes. Uh, goodness knows you we know need a if. laugh. I just don't want this y- Naked Gun. It's like you have to do some really not PC jokes to yeah. make that sort of work. Are, is this going to get canceled me. by the left or the right? Are we going to get woke maggot like I, I is someone gonna come in and ruin this is what i'm asking like like i guess i am <laughs> i gotta be honest i think the the canceling time has passed <laughs> okay. I, I think it's 2024 oh, it is not 2022 oh good i'm glad I, we're past that yeah I, I don't see this being a problem in fact i think there's gonna be an appetite for this kind of by the way like oh, yes you know we could use a laugh right uh, now. On PC things, like he left his mic on in the bathroom. I don't think that's offending the <laughs> no. left or the right. He's on top of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I must kill the queen. I, I don't know that. Was, would Reggie come back? Oh, wow, you're Reggie not going to bring back. If you brought oh, back OJ, that would be a radical move. <laughs> that would not be PC. And that was Nordberg the... is out of jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring back OJ. Maybe that's a, a little too far. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> have you guys ever seen the Naked Gun series on television, the old one? It's, no. Oh, so it's Leslie Nielsen. But they did this thing where at the end of every episode, they would freeze. So, like, it's an old cop show thing. And they freeze. Except the actors would have to be still for about two minutes. <laughs> and inevitably, one of the actors just knows what it's or something. <laughs> You're sitting there watching it like, wow, this free with the credits running. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, God. They could uh, freeze frame back and then? I, Leslie Nielsen, I believe, is he's 84, so maybe he'll show up in it. It's going to be amazing. I, if it's coming out July 2025, they must have shot it already or come close no, to 
Uh, I think Leslie Nielsen yeah. is gone. I was like, Leslie Nielsen, I think he passed away. Oh, shoot. <laughs> He's long gone. All right, from the top. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, I saw 84. He died. He died. No, that would be on PC <laughs> if they brought him back. That, at uh, this point. AI? Oh, maybe AI. Hologram? Oh, like the Tupac hologram in, in Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen uh, you know, eating pistachios and throwing the shells out of the car. They can't get out. Wow, this is it's gonna, hard to explain those jokes on the radio. This is going to be good. I think there's a whole generation who doesn't really know the airplane movies or that kind of humor. Oh. They're going to love it. Oh, I, I know I'm my so daughter. Excited. I'm seeing this in theaters. My daughter has seen every Wayans Brothers scary movie, though. They know the Wayans sort of took the torch, and she doesn't even know what they're based on. She thinks that's what horror movies are. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, the Wayans Brothers, it's a similar kind of thing. It's very like similar. very rapid fire jokes, a joke like, you know, they had a formula for, I remember this for Seinfeld and for some sitcoms, three jokes per minute is like the formula. And I feel like Naked Gun was keeping pretty close to that. Yeah. In it movie like, form. It seemed like I was laughing every three seconds yeah. of that movie. <laughs> they made it. by the way. great. I'm so excited. You're right. This is a total morale boost. Let me read a very promising sentence for you guys in a, a write-up of this announcement from yesterday. The currently untitled project will be directed and executive produced by Akiva Schaefer, who co-wrote oh, yeah. the draft script alongside... Dan Greger and Doug Mand reprising their partnership from the Emmy-winning film Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, right. oh no. So yes. the people that brought you Chippendale Rescue Rangers are doing Naked Gun, which means it's gotta be good. I'm a big oh, fan no. of Dale. <laughs> oh, no. I was always more of a chip guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where are the Zemeckis? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Wait. The Farrelly Brothers too? and stuff. What? No, no, Akiva Schaefer is the man. That, that's he's, awesome. He's with... Um, the Lonely Island. Lonely Island. Yeah, he's yeah. perfect. Uh, the you know the other guy I just mentioned, he did he did four of the scary movies, uh, David Zucker. David so, Zucker. So he, he actually did those movies with the Wayans Brothers. He's got to have a role and in I this. I think Seth MacFarlane is producing this movie. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. That's the other guy. In it. Yep. He's unbelievably yes. funny. This is going to be... Seth MacFarlane, okay, I'm in. Uh, I think you're going to love Liam Neeson in a funny role. Is it coming out tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> July 2025. We'll so be here on. before we know it. <laughs> waiting so long. No, it's cool. This I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that kind of buildup. Oh, because it's a leap year this year, so we got an extra February day today. Drats. Because we all oh, love yeah, February. Happy, happy oh, year, I know. It's, today's the 29th. I know. Why don't we just have a 12 month a year calendar? I agree. I mean, uh, 13. <laughs> Sorry, so, we do have a 12 month thing. I mean, 13. That? Then everything would be way more, you know, mathematically What sound. would you call the 13th month if you can choose the, uh, the name right now? Carlos Tober. So, <laughs> I like it. Sign Friend. <laughs> you guys, in for EJ, by the way. You guys know any Leap Year birthdays? My, my yes. daughter's best friend, Leap Year. And last night I was watching the game. Tyrese Halliburton is a Leap Year birthday, so he's sick, turned six today. <laughs> <laughs> he's 24. Guinness Book of World Records. That's a big thing. Like, can you imagine only having a birthday every four years? Because uh, that's crazy. Although, right? now that I get older, I'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just skip a couple years. So, Tyrese Halliburton, wish him a happy sixth birthday today. Man, this is so good about the naked gun. Thank oh, you for bringing this to our attention today. Now we got to get airplane again. Are they going to do Enrico Palazzo? Have to. They have to, they have, to have some throwbacks to the... Yeah, you have to give us like a couple little nuggets here, but you can't do the same joke. You can't because, well, because of the time, and also you can't... Uh, a lot of those guys like, like George Kennedy and... Yeah, yeah, uh, they're gone. They're gone, so you really... You gotta do something new. So I but I can see this being very successful. Do you think that instead of, you know, Frank Drebin was pretending to be a an umpire to try to find who was gonna kill the queen in the plot of Naked Gun from nineteen eighty eight, 
earmuffs. <laughs> that, sorry to spoil it. Can't you watch it? <laughs> they saved the day. Um, do you, does he become like an NFL ref or something? Or they NBA. Super Bowl. Yeah. NBA ref. NBA ref. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> the, and honestly, athlete cameos were a big part of Naked Gun because of Reggie, but also Reggie Jackson, that is, but also because all the broadcasters. Right. Remember, they yeah. had the scene where they had Dr. 25. Brothers. <laughs> Dr. Joyce Brothers. Dr. Joyce Brothers. Broadcasting of all time. <laughs> so I'm looking at the time. The last Naked Gun was 94. This is very interesting. And OJ was still part of the cast. The that was getting close. That was getting close. That's one buzzer to beat, man. It was, <laughs> when did it, it was June of 94 is when the murders happened. Yeah, so, and they came, the Naked Gun 33 and a third, I don't know why they called it that, uh, Care came out March 18th, 1994 Oof, with OJ. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure if you look back at the jokes, they're probably... Uh, not PC. I think Anna Nicole Smith is in yeah, that Yeah, one. she was yeah. the girlfriend, and Priscilla Presley was still in it. That third she one. Priscilla us? Presley is still is still looking great. Yeah, I was wondering if she, does She'll she make it make back? She'll probably make a cameo. She's, uh, she's in some legal battles, I think, now, too, Maybe. over the, uh, some states. Yes. I mean, anybody watch that movie? Shocker. Priscilla? Uh, no. Oh, my God, that is a weird movie. Do you know he started dating her when she was 13? Yep. Okay. Hello. <laughs> At least they weren't related, like Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could do a lot more in the 50s. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> do not throw to an update right now. <laughs> yeah. And Sofia Coppola's late, late. It's really well done, but it's a really weird story. Anyway, uh, yeah, Bogus naked gun. Hey, guys, great yeah. to see you. <laughs> Headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. LeBron James outscored the Clippers by himself in the fourth quarter last night, 19-16. He also had four assists. LeBron to Russell. Three-pointer. Good! Timeout, Clippers. Lakers 114. Clippers 108. John Ireland on Lakers Radio. The mm. Lakers were down 21 early in the fourth. They win 116-112. LeBron finishing with 34 points, six rebounds, and eight dimes. Just a zone that you just can't really describe it. You, you wish you could stay in it forever, but obviously it checks out, you know, as the game ends. But, you know, during it, you don't, you don't feel anything. You just, just have a superpower, I feel. It's a superpower. Does this, uh, this qualify that he gets a rest or comp day after this? Well, now? they do have a game tonight and then Saturday, right. oh. so you'd think tonight's not going to happen. Do not buy tickets for that game. I was going to say, we'll LeBron's LeBron. not going to play for a week now. I mean, it was a <laughs> it was really impressive, but that's I, it for the spring. Kind of disappointing because I really want that big Clippers collapse to come in the playoffs, and this is an mm. early sneak peek of what we're about it's to a, see. It's a, what you call a rehearsal. A rehearsal <laughs> right. for a game Dress seven down the road. Well, yeah. that's why I was really surprised. I'm like, man, the Clippers have never blown a lead this big. Like, I figured everything bad has happened to the Clippers. Chance Doc, he'll tell you. <laughs> he saw it coming. That's why he left. Uh, and sad but true, this is the last Laker Clipper game where they're roommates. Because the Clippers have their new oh, arena yeah, yeah. next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless they play in the playoffs. Right. 
But do you think that toilet probably. thing is going to work? Oh my god, it's going to be the best stadium ever. I'm actually going to fly out there just because there's so many bathrooms. <laughs> well, maybe, on your, I could, maybe on your drive to San Antonio, you could flip over <laughs> to California. Just if you really have to go, yeah, you got to right. really move it. Just <laughs> hold it for 36 hours <laughs> until you get to the Intuit Dome, and that'll be more like the movie Dumb and Dumber <laughs> than it was Naked Gun. By the <laughs> way, I am talking uh, about comedies. Still working a way to get into the garden tonight. Steph's in town, so uh, yeah. I actually have many feelers out for someone to take me to the Knicks game free. If anyone's listening and has has tickets i'm totally down for that <laughs> what about your your foot doctor yeah i i don't know how to approach doc about he already gave me the lakers game i can't ask him for the warriors game but i have another friend who has a box oh there you go yeah if you anybody in who wants to go uh well oh, sorry no. maggie yeah sorry huh? <laughs> maggie got a bad. yeah oh uh, sorry <laughs> awkward topic yeah maggie can't awkward go topic. i stand by sick. would you take me at this point is that where's blotty nah, next <laughs> okay i'll go we'll talk all Liam Neeson all the whole time at, All right. the, at this point, Perloff won't even go to lunch with Bogus, <laughs> let alone drive to San Antonio. <laughs> I, I think I'm an okay person. Now, this is this is starting to really hurt. I know. I'm getting I'm, into my psyche. I'm so sorry. Because we see each other in the, in the break room over, over coffee, yeah, chit-chat, college about, this, like, basketball that. And you now, should see what he says behind your back. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tell me about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's I, a lot of Dave Matthews. Slander. I mean, I politely get a low-level Division One college basketball update in the morning every day from Bogus. <laughs> oh, no, come on! Mid-major, sir. Do you really think I would rather go to the Knicks game with Bilotti? Who? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a great time. I believe it. It says both wives. I've been. I've. (laughs) Oh come on, come on. I've been with Bellotti to the Garden. That's right. Smackdown. Went to a WWE event, and that's why you can't go back. You're (laughs) self banned. (laughs) (laughs) You're just just using the other guy as a cover story. Most famous arena ever. (laughs) All right. Pete's gonna be there. I'll pass. It's not Listen, there's just not a r- enough room for me, him, and 18,000 other people. <laughs> can't, can't, can't keep everyone together, no. Uh, Luka Doncic had 30 points, 11 boards, 16 dimes last night. On his 25th birthday, his Mavs winning in Toronto, 136-125. The Cavaliers losing in double OT in Chicago, 132-123. DeMar DeRozan scoring 35. We will never know what could have been. The Jets' only problem this season was McCole Hardman not panning out. Had the free agent wideout done his job, maybe it would have been Gang Green beating the Niners in the Super Bowl a few Sundays ago. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was the Hard- only thing that went wrong. Hardman is now talking about the quick divorce, and the Jets don't like it. I tell you right, I, I was so checked out. Like, it's over. I already talked to Vita, Pat. Like, hey, bro, come get me, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, what are we talking about? Like, man, come get me. Uh, that was Hardman on Ryan Clark's Relax. The Pivot podcast saying he had been talking to Patrick Mahomes saying, come get me. So the Jets may or may not think that's tampering. We don't know yet if they've actually filed an official they complaint better, with the league. They better file it. That's ridiculous. He's, he's talking <laughs> to the other team. What do you think you're getting for this if you file this grievance? One of the Lombardi trophies? Pride. You're not getting anything. <laughs> We're getting pride. Pride. <laughs> pride. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other story was that he might have been sharing game plans with the Eagles and with the Chiefs. Ironically, two of the better games oh that my. the Jets played this w- year. Why would anyone want to sign this guy? Yeah, that's that's not good if that's true. That was wow, a report get out from of SNY. You think the Chiefs care? The teams that benefited will sign him. <laughs> right? That's the... Uh, well, yeah. No, but it's just like the, that's someone who's leaky in the locker room. All of a sudden, he's upset and he's leaking a game plan. Am I? Are you going to be next? I kind of think that the the league-wide is kind of anti-Jets, too. Like, watch the NFL came down hard on the Patriots. 
I feel like they're not going to help the Jets out in this case. I don't know why. I get the sense that they don't love the Jets. That's the Jets' luck, though. Uh, because McCall Hartman, right, uh, former Georgia guy, gave the Eagles. I, I'll take him. Put him in with the Georgia. Did that really concern you guys? you think it'll hurt his market because he gave this up? I think it's a bad look if you, it looks like you're disgruntled so you're sharing a game plan. Maybe this happens a little more than we think if guys are really that upset with their team. Like, hey, by the way, we're going to be running all cover zero. I, I don't even know what they would say. Now, but. he was on the team, right, when he shared this. Yeah. I mean, it's the oldest trick in the book is to sign the cut player and bring well, him in. Well, that happens all the time, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. in the division. But The Bill Belichick special. Yeah. Right. Bill, because Bill that all the time. My only argument is there's no pro- no one has a problem with that. So this one, he just happened to still be a chat when he shared them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a difference, right? Also, was he uh, downloading the playbook and sending uh, it to them or the game plan? Like, hey, here's our first 15 scripted plays. I bet there was a lot of gray area. He's probably like, ah, watch out for the run on second down or something. So, I, do you really think he gave a game plan? And right, the Jets won both games. Well, maybe if he has like some kind of trick play. The Jets didn't win the game against the Chiefs. Okay, sorry. No. Uh, but if they... they if they, a shock. If they're going to say, hey, they're actually running, you know... Flea flicker if we're somewhere well, inside the 40 and da, 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 I don't know. I mean, the way he was going, it should have been like, don't cover me. I'm not going to be in. They're not going to throw it to me because he was completely useless. <laughs> One catch. Yeah, don't sweat me, guys. Wait, the, 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 really, I, they didn't need the Jets playbook uh, on offense. <laughs> they were hideous. Hey, speaking of that, uh, the Jets have given Zach Wilson permission to seek a trade. Oh, yeah. The All other right. 31 teams have since changed their phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Men's number not five. Not their wives, though. <laughs> yeah, my wife uh, gave me permission to go try and date a supermodel. <laughs> yeah. uh, Good luck yeah. with that. Yeah. How's it going? This is a it's the same as Zach Wilson seeking a trade. Can he get traded back to college? Who calls me first, Emily Ratajkowski or the Broncos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can he get traded to a Real Housewives cast, a Salt Lake City or something? Yeah, would be a perfect spot for him. Uh, men's number five, Marquette roughed up Providence 91-69, but stud point guard Tyler Kolek left early with an oblique injury. And Caitlin Clark, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Number six, Iowa routing Minnesota 108-60. Clark now needs just 18 points to pass Pete Maravich for the most overall points in NCAA history. Pistol Pete, of course, scored his points in just 83 games without a three-point line. Did they not play defense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Somebody just said, guard this Maravich guy. <laughs> McCall Hardman. He's going to be scoring 50 points a game on us. He's leaking that to, uh, yeah. to uh, Auburn. A hockey last night. The Oilers beat the Blues 3-2 in overtime. Connor McDavid had the game winner snapping a 10-game goal drought. Guys, back to you. That reminds you. I've told this joke before. The Sandler's opening joke of stand-up for years was about Will Chamberlain scoring 100, about Will Chamberlain going up to Will and saying, hey, I'm open, Will. That <laughs> 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 just reminds yeah, me of Maravich. Like, what was like the, the other guys on the team were like, hey, Pete, Pete, we're, we're wide open. Everybody's covering you. <laughs> going to pass it? No, just checking. <laughs> they just uh, played defense. They, right. they never crossed half court. That's right. Bogus, just, thank you so much. Sorry about that. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. Coming up, we do have that Antonio Pierce sound for you. What did he say, the Raiders coach, that is, about the future at quarterback? You'll hear it next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. A theme song from The Naked Gun. They're bringing it back with Liam Neeson. I didn't realize Liam Neeson was in an episode of Atlanta. I've got to go back and watch that. Liam is, um, watch the Ricky Gervais sketch. It's one of the funniest, most uh, obscene, unpolitically correct thing. <laughs> Basically, Ricky Gervais is teaching him how to do improv, and he's too serious, and he can't figure it out. That's why he's perfect, because you have to play it dead straight to be... He's got to be... 
perfectly into his character, and I cannot wait. It's true. Leslie Nielsen was the ultimate straight man. Uh, okay, we have some football to get to, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. Antonio Pierce gets elevated from the interim coach to the full-time head coach, and here's what he had to say about their search for a quarterback. I would hope whoever we draft, that's the route we go. If that's who the starter becomes, you know, and if it, again, I'll go back if it's Aiden or if it's somebody we draft or we bring in, you don't want to put a Band-Aid at that position. Uh, that's that's old, man. That's old. That's I think the Raiders, we've seen that enough in this organization. And I know we had Derek Carter for a bunch of years, but, you know, after, before him and after him, it's been a bunch of one-stop guys. And I don't think any organization wants that. You want the face of your franchise to be the quarterback, to be that guy you can count on for the next two years. Right. So you don't want a Band-Aid at the position, Perloff, to me. And the Raiders are picking 13th in this draft. That takes Russell Wilson out of the Raiders to me. I I don't think they, if they're saying you don't want a Band-Aid and you want something more long-term, I think that takes Russ out. I think that takes Kirk Cousins out. I don't know if Kirk Cousins was ever in. Yeah. But that takes any of these guys to be floating around out. So That's good for Russell Wilson, good for Kirk Cousins, because I do not know where this team is going. You have the same problems you've always had with the Raiders. Yep. Uh, I, I can't put my I'm not there. What what exactly it is, but it seems like there's front office issues here. Antonio Pierce, a lot of turnover. Well, no, I mean, come on, it's Mark Davis. Antonio Pierce is in a tough spot. He is in a tough spot, but I mean, if you're picking 13, unless you're planning to make some moves, right? With Tom Telesco now as your general manager, so you get a retread general manager who's been in the in the division for a long time with the Chargers. And now you have an arranged marriage between him and Antonio Pierce. I don't love how this is all shaping up. Why would you? Yeah. Because I like when the general manager gets hired and then they have a say in hiring the head coach. Like you want these two people kind of attached at the hip so that they don't start, you know, turning on each other at the first sign of trouble. I feel like you could get, uh, you could get, uh, you know, Eric DaCosta and the best coach available, the best GM, best coach. It does not matter. The Raiders have bigger problems. It doesn't. I'm saying we're swaying the details here. This is a honestly, Antonio Pierce would have been better coaching somewhere else. This is not going to work. If they draft JJ McCarthy, say the Michigan quarterback at right. number thirteen, I feel like they have no chance to make it all work. Okay, There's but, no second contract. There. So, but here's my here's my thing. We talked about this yesterday about Tom Telesco, the GM, saying Devontae Adams is a Raider. He's a Raider, and do you believe it? And I said no, I don't believe it because, to be honest, if I could get anything for Devontae Adams, I want to trade him because I do want to start over. Why would you want a second? Yeah, but a second round pick is not going to make that big of a difference. I I could argue might, that a second round pick for the Raiders. When's the last time they were good? Well, I'm just saying if you if you don't think you're winning anytime soon, then what is Devontae Adams doing on this roster? And what's Max Crosby doing on this roster? You have two guys who are on Hall of Fame tracks. Why would they be on this roster if this is such a big and going to be such a gigantic rebuild? I, I don't get it. They're the two guys who just don't make any sense. Like, who, why are these two dudes here? Because they mm. like living in Las Vegas? Like, there's a lot of cool places to live in this country. Yeah, well, I do think the Vegas. So they haven't won a playoff game since 2002 when they went to the Super Bowl and got beat by the Bucks. To be fair, Derek Carr got hurt the last year they went to the regardless when they went to the playoffs, regardless. and then they lost to uh, they should have they lost the to the Bengals. Yeah. Carr blew it on the last drive. Uh, yeah, I just do not see this as a franchise that is on the door. So I understand what Antonio Pierce is saying; and it makes perfect sense. But who are they getting at 13? They're going to get the fifth quarterback. It just it feels like if I'm a Raiders fan, that sounds good, but in reality, I don't think it's going to work. Well, you got to try something 
because, listen, Derek Carr was a second-round pick who ended up starting for them for almost a decade. It might not have to be right there at 13, but, again, I don't know if I trust the Raiders here. I, I, I know that you and I are probably in lockstep on that, so I yeah. don't know why you wouldn't do fire sale and just make this thing totally, you know, down to the studs here. Also, they hired Luke Getze, right, as their offensive coordinator. Right. Who to me did not do much in Chicago, so that's another. And didn't reason. get along with Fields, apparently. Yeah, th- that's another reason to be a little skeptical of what's going on there. I think Antonio Pierce seems like a fun guy to play for. Uh, seems like a great defensive coach, but for that to work, you need a lot. You know, you know, you need a really strong offense. Within you have a defensive head coach, and to me, the whole formula is messed up in, in Raiders. I feel like they're going to be in limbo uh, between six wins and nine wins for a long time, unless something radical changes. And to me. Drafting, this is not enough. They they might need to just completely bottom out and draft a guy maybe next year or get a top three quarterback. I'm assuming we all think Josh Jacobs is gone. I guess the one thing that Antonio Pierce does well is he's a culture guy, right? He's the tone setter guy. He'll become the face of the franchise uh, absent, you know, some big time quarterback. And I think that's that's what the guys liked. Right. They were like big on his vibe because as we learned yesterday from the NFL Players Association report card on all 32 teams, nobody hated their coach more than the Raiders hated Josh McDaniels. This is the biggest indictment of the front office and the brass was just how dreadful and terrible Josh McDaniels was. I mean, they could not get this guy out of here fast enough. Yeah, that that was an easy vote. <laughs> Honestly, if you'd if you'd asked us before that that poll came out, who's going to finish last and being liked by the players, I think we might have both guessed Josh McDaniels. So this NFLPA uh, put out this report card. Yeah. They're doing this now a lot more often. It seems like this, this one was based on August through November of this past year. So this is when Josh McDaniels was still. Uh, the head coach of the Raiders, obviously. The issues raised by the players, including poor scheduling, time efficiency during the weekend while traveling, a need to improve trust and respect for players from the head coach, and a need for a better approach and winning culture. I mean, what else do you do around here if you don't have, you know, if you can't run the organization well, the players don't respect you, and, you know, you need a better approach for a winning culture. I'm going to be honest. The two guys who got in this NFLPA report card and we'll talk more about this coming up but the two guys who seemed like they got the some of the lowest marks for coaching were Josh McDaniels who literally got the lowest yeah but was he already fired when they answered this no it was he was still there August to November August and when did he get fired uh early December was okay the and also Bill Belichick Bill Belichick was second to worst as far as coach, 31st overall in terms of efficiently use of the time and 31st overall in uh, in terms of willing to listen to the locker room. How about that? You know, I was very shocked that Bill Belichick didn't get hired this cycle, and I was not alone on that. A lot of people believe that he's still a really good coach, and how could these teams pass on Bill Belichick? But he got second to last on this coaching survey, mm. and his top offensive coordinator through the years got dead last. Right, but this is a terrible combination. Well, no, no, no. I I don't think you can indict Belichick for that because he he was hated by his players for twenty years and won six Super Bowls. So I mean, our friend Ross Tucker always said every single player in New England was miserable. Yeah, 
but they, he was there for the height of the dynasty. So I don't think being disliked is necessarily, that's a badge of honor in a way too. But then why don't you think Belichick got hired? I this think, cycle. Oh, because I think t- t- no team wants to bring in a guy who's going to fire everybody who's already there. I think that's why I didn't get. But He's this just, is a, a, a decision made at the ownership level. But in 2010, I'm sure Belichick would have been the least like coach, right? I mean, everybody hates Bill Belichick. He's mean. <laughs> well, he is mean. I think that his, you know, his attitude had to have played into the fact that he didn't get hired. And again, like, it, it, and people I think were school. worried that Josh McDaniels was coming too, and everyone doesn't like Josh McDaniels. They yeah. just don't want to play for these guys. Well, right, right. But I think that can work in a way for Belichick. You, you can. Be very, very unpopular and be a great coach. I mean, it's funny because Andy Reid's number one on this list, yep. right? And he's a great coach. But I think Belichick would take that as a point of pride. Like, why would great coaches shouldn't be liked by their players? They should be feared and respected. Isn't that the old model? Well, that's maybe an outdated model because I don't think the players on the Chiefs fear Andy Reid. Well, is it an outdated model or is there going to, you know, will Kyle Shanahan or somebody bring it back? I, I don't know. I, I think that there's a lot of old school guys in the NFL. No doubt. Uh, but it is interesting. The guy, everybody who's at the bottom of this list got fired. You know, it's Arthur Smith. It's yep. uh, Ron Rivera. I feel like the guys who answered Josh this. Josh McDaniels, obviously. Yeah. I feel like the players knew those guys were on their way out and gave them low grades. It's, mm. it, it shows you if your coaches in limbo are on the hot seat, maybe your players lose respect for you. I mean, because we all knew Ron Rivera was going to get fired, right? Well, that's been a couple of years in the making. And he's know? a very popular coach. So why is he at the bottom? Well, I... I think sometimes his messaging got a little mixed up, you know? Yeah, here's one that surprised you. Kevin Stefanski was near the bottom. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, and he's, you know, he's a great coach, uh, according to the voters for Coach yeah, of the Year. Two-time Coach of the Year. Yeah, right? so I think you could be hated and be a good coach. Do you think you need to be? That's an interesting thing. Do you need to be liked to be a good coach? No, I'm just saying yeah. I thought that this was revealing because I was one of the people who thought Belichick was definitely going to get a job. And so the fact mm. that he was this disliked by the players, and it's it's actually like a very cutting criticism when you say you're not being efficient with their time. Like, that's more than just saying you're mean. That's saying, like, you wasted our time. You know, we're, uh. we're doing a lot of things that are seem superfluous here. And that would be the opposite of Belichick. Yeah, I, I don't, I just think the players hated him. I mean, Tom Brady yeah. very clearly had issues with him, and he's one of the I ultimate I think Brady had guys. a right to. Yeah, I frankly. Mean, yeah, Belichick, Belichick came out there during the Dynasty, the documentary we just watched on Apple Plus. He was screaming at guys all over the place. Well, the screaming, I don't think is, I don't think that's that big of a deal. I think he undercut Brady. You know, yeah, he yeah. traded for Garoppolo. He wouldn't let Alex Guerrero in the building. You know, stuff like that, which really just like cut the knees out. I think from Brady, or maybe was designed to, you know, make him feel uncomfortable. Right, and it worked. It worked. To the tune of the Super Bowls, yes, but you also alienated one of your best players. You could have had more Super Bowls. I think mm, I think it flat out worked. I'm not sure you could have more Super Bowls in New England. The, the roster ran out of steam. Maybe trading for Jimmy G put a little chip on his shoulder that could have, like, quote-unquote worked, but not having his own personal trainer in there, I think, just pissed him off. Yeah, but again, they won another Super Bowl. I don't know. I feel like he got an angry Brady. It's, it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. coaching philosophy. Meanwhile, the Raiders looking for a quarterback don't want a band-aid so take that off the list for russell wilson coming up can justin fields make the bears regret their decision 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.